It is Monday, the 7th of June, 2021. Probably not a long episode today, but we've got some stuff to discuss. Because you're listening to the Handsome Genius Club radio show. Hey kids, welcome to the show. My name is Kingdom, Anthony Kingdom James. And uh, yeah, I didn't do an episode Thursday, so there will be an extra episode this week. It's going to be a swap cast with our friends at Good Brother Morning, Rex Atkins, Eric Kearney, and Joe Dog Hallam. Um, I always end up feeling weird after I've done that show. There's, um... Those are three really good dudes, but we're, um, we're very different people. Uh, <laughs> our, uh, you know, the way I know all three of those guys is through professional wrestling and, uh, wrestling like any job will bring together, uh, you know, disparate people who, Disparate, not desperate, disparate. Am I using that right? I think I'm using that right. Uh, who uh, wouldn't really have anything in common other than, the, you know, they wouldn't. there wouldn't be any way that they would meet if it wasn't for the job. Disparate, uh, adjective, essentially different in kind, not allowing comparison. Eh, okay, there we go. Uh, and we have, we have very different, um, experiences, life, life experiences. And it's not, it's, I mean, this isn't meant as an insult. Um, it isn't meant as, uh, a put down of any of them because, I consider all three of them my friends. I, I I don't know Joe too well, but you know I've known I've known Rex for fucking years now, and I love that guy. And uh, you know I've gotten to know Eric better over the last couple. Of, well, I shouldn't say couple because you, you take a mulligan on the last year and a half, right? Uh, <laughs> when I think about how long I've known somebody. Um, but over the last few years, I've gotten to know Eric uh, better, uh, especially over the last year. You know, playing poker with him, and, um, and they're great guys. But we have we we have um, obviously different points of view on on things, and I feel I say you're going to hear it on Wednesday. Um. And I don't know if I express myself very well about it, because sometimes I don't. Uh, whenever I do the show, whenever I do their show, I I feel like the disconnect uh, really shows itself. Like you can see the gears grinding in the machine. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, I have a tendency, I tweeted a few days ago that I love, I love mansplaining things to Rex. Uh, 
and you know, and Eric and Joe, and it's just I just find it hilarious. But it can also be, it can also be draining because you know when I when I'm certain I'm right. This won't be a surprise to anybody listening, but when I'm certain I'm right, I can become overbearing. I I really am my mother's son. When I'm right, I'm right, and fuck you. Um, but it's a it it, it it's it's about how people deal with one another, and I am um I'm determined to be better to society I'm determined to be um, I'm determined to not be an anchor in to, to, to people I don't want to make people sad I don't want to ruin people's lives their days um so when we get into a topic like um for lack of a better term hate words uh or slurs the n word or the r word or derogatory the the dera- oh hiccup the, the show hiccup the derogatory f word for homosexuals let's put it like that I I want those words out of my vocabulary just because I find them lazy, I find them weak, and I find them hurtful if not hateful. And just because I'm saying it privately with my friends or something, to me isn't an excuse to use them. And I gave the example on the show of a time uh, three, four years ago when I I used the R word in a promo in front of a crowd at a wrestling show and instantly felt my heart seize up. You know the way you know the way your heart skips a beat, it jumps um when you're when you're speeding down the highway and out of the corner of the your eye you catch a cop hiding on the side of the road in a speed trap it's like <gasps> i said that word on a microphone in front of hundreds of people and i just had this feeling like fuck what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing shame Shame afterwards. Um, so yeah, I mean that whole argument about you know words and intentions and yada yada yada. Um, so sometimes I just feel like you know what it is. It's it's because you know the guys are. Let's lay our cards on the table here. It's three white guys from small towns. <laughs> there's a lot that they, there's a lot, there's, there's, there's things that they find funny that I 
don't. We ended up talking about Friends, the show Friends, and the reunion show. And I, you know, I gave my my little Chuck Lorre speech. I understand why people love, you know, Two and a Half Men or Friends or 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 or, or uh, Big Bang Theory. You know, you come home from working a full time job that you fucking hate, and you're taxed. I'm mentally, emotionally, and you come home and you just want to click, turn your brain off, and be be entertained. Just feed me pablum, feed me feed me mental <laughs> mental porridge. <laughs> I just want a big bowl of starch before I go to bed, you know. And that's what those shows are. They're they're dumb. They're terrible. They don't. They're not funny to me. To me. They're not funny in the least. They're just awful. But if you just want to turn your brain off, then by all means, watch something dumb and relax. As a, as a writer, supposedly, <laughs> I, I seek more. I woke up Sunday morning and I put on, um, uh, not the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I put on, well, I put on the third book of the Hitchhiker's Guide trilogy, which is five books, as you know. Uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, restaurant, no, it wasn't restaurant at the end of the universe. That's number two. This was, um, what's the third book? Hold on, I gotta look this up. I'm I'm really, really having a senior moment. Life, the universe, and everything. Oh my god. Um Douglas because Douglas Adams is a challenging writer. He's hilarious. And he does so by um making your brain work. There's there's a lot that went into his books that just would never go into an episode of a show like Friends. Also, I mean, they lived in they lived in this weird idealistic white nationalist version of New York where there was only one black person, the girl that Ross dated. <laughs> Fuck that show. Fuck that show sideways, man. Uh so bland. So milk toast. In life, the universe, and everything, there is... I wish I could interview Douglas Adams. I wish I could interview him. I would love to know... I would love to talk to him about his process. I'd like to talk to him about specific things in his books and how he came to that idea. Was it, you know, was something that paid off in book three planned before book one even started? Um, there is a... There's a scene in Life, the Universe, and Everything where our protagonist, uh, Arthur Dent, is teleported into a cave. And in the cave, he meets this uh, gigantic monster who is the personification of rage 
Um, and the creature's name is Agrajag. And Agrajag hates Arthur Dent. And what we find out during uh, the scene is that um, a- that Arthur has killed him countless times. And that each time Agrajag dies, he is reincarnated into a new form that Arthur kills again. <laughs> and in this cave, there's a gallery of all the forms that Agrajag has had, and he recounts for Arthur all the ways in which Arthur has killed him. And it incorporates these little tidbits from the previous books, from, you know, like the two and a half books leading up to this point in our story, where random people have died, or random creatures, (laughs) plant life has died. And how it was Arthur's fault. And it's just... And and there's a foreshadowing for later in the... It's fantastic. It's fantastic. And the twisted mind that it took... To weave this... Narrative cat's cradle... Is just fascinating to me. And inspiring and and then I watch an episode of Big Bang Theory where the 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 perverted one goofs on the Indian one because he's brown like that's the only joke is you're brown so you're different and we're gonna make fun of you for it And it's just fucking lazy. It's lazy writing. And it's lazy reading. It's lazy consumption. If it... (sighs) Anyways. So sometimes I... Uh, my conversations with the boys on Good Brother Morning get really serious and debatey. Debative. Are we making up a new word? De- Let's just say debate-like. And it turns into point-counterpoint and I feel like I'm I feel like I'm dragging down uh, I'm like I'm, I'm coming in with dad voice and and ruining the fun. And sometimes... <laughs> and I don't want to do that. I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to spoil the fun. Um, I want to uplift... People. And... Of course. You know. Any group of friends. You're going to goof on one another. You're going to have fun. But I don't... I don't want anybody to... 
I don't want anybody to ever walk away feeling less than. In in the Thursday poker games that we've been doing on Twitch, we've had a couple of weeks where we just gave Marcus Gold. We gave Goldie. We just put the gears to him. And the dude's... He's such a good kid. He's 18, 19, you know. He's... He, this is not an insult. This is just a fact. He's... He's hardly formed as a human yet you know as his own person and we're just torturing him a couple of nights and I feel bad then after one of those nights uh, a few of us stayed online uh, me and Scumbag Yates and John Greed and we talked about ways that he could improve his uh, his his wrestling gimmick and his online branding and and tried to give him uh, a jumping off point and a, and a push in the right direction and that made me feel a lot better because um, he's a good kid and he deserves the help now we just have to turn down the easy target you know, Don Rickles shooting gallery insult game with him. Um, I, I I would like to I I want to leave. I want to leave everything better than how I found it. Sometimes that requires rocking the boat, and uh, Donnie Abreu said this, and and I've I've seized on it ever since. Um, rock the boat as hard as you can. It, if the boat capsizes, it was never seaworthy to begin with. And there are times where I feel like people are um, set in their ways or set along a path or have decided something that maybe they don't even realize is detrimental to them. And myself or other people can see it from the outside. And I want to, sometimes I want to go in there with that dad voice and I want to. I want to rock that boat. I want to upset that apple cart and then help you rebuild. And that is... I, I just don't want it to be um, pointless mansplaining. I don't want it to be overpowering, which I know it can be. Sometimes I'm playing it for laughs and it's still... It's like, okay, calm down, Anthony. But I, 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 I want to leave it. I want to leave. I want to leave people's lives better than how I found them. And sometimes it's because I know from personal, I've fucked up experience that how, how you can do it better. You don't have to fuck up. I already did. Let me explain. Let me let me help you avoid what I did wrong. So, and then sometimes it's just knowledge that I've been able to accrue from places, and I want you to have that knowledge. And I, what did I say over the weekend? That um, we we know that two plus two is four. 
And if a Fox News or a Joe Rogan or an Alex Jones or a Bill Maher comes and says, two plus two is five, and it's the liberal agenda to, uh, to you know, I'm just asking questions and the liberals want to keep me from asking questions about two plus two. Fuck. No. That's, those are just people who have found a way to make money by getting you to believe in something gullible. And getting you to believe in something like 2 plus 2 is 5 is just the tip of the iceberg. That's just the, you know, hey, um, uh, it was Antifa dressed up as, as Trump supporters that invaded the Capitol on January 6th. No. No, it wasn't. But if I can get you to believe in something that provably wrong, if I can get you to believe in my fucked up version of it, there's a whole lot of shit I could get you to believe in. And I could make money off of you while I'm doing it. And that's why Alex Jones and Joe Rogan and Fox News and Bill Maher and Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson and... uh. Uh, a host of other, you know, Reverend Jim Baker and Rush Limbaugh when he was, you know, for the last 40 years. These are people who want to, uh, their purpose is to make money. Their purpose is to make money by getting you to uh, believe in their utter bullshit. And and when I argue with people about that shit, I'm not here to I'm not trying to make money off of them. I'm not trying to make money telling my friends, hey, stop saying the R word because you think it's funny. I'm doing it because there's there's a way we could all live and be together and be respectful of one another and not cause each other fucking harm. My my laughter is not worth your dignity. So I don't know. I I, I hope that all makes sense. Anyways, fucking spent 22 minutes talking about it. Um what else can I tell you about <laughs> hey, I buried the I'm burying the lead here. Saturday morning, uh, I got my second vaccination. I'm fully vaccinated, kids. I'm all full of Pfizer, and I, I my my arm is no longer sore, which is weird because, you know, they warned me taking the second shot that my reaction might be more severe than it was for the first shot. No, I I slept a lot of Saturday. There was a lot of intermittent napping, but I think that had as much to do with going to bed at 3.30, waking up at 7 to go get this shot, and then just, you know, being out of it, as it did with the shot. My arm hurt a little through the night and, you know, this morning, but... uh it's it's you know it's no more sore now than if I took a chop from Tarek, <laughs> and and I feel good and 
fucking vaccinated kids. Um, many, many, many thanks to my friend Mel if they are listening to this. Um, because uh, Mel has been amazing. Mel's been on top of the game uh, following uh, the specific bulletins about where pop-up clinics are happening and what's available and to whom and um, uh, helped me helped me get my first shot when I fucked up the appointment and told me about this clinic had changed its rules on the fly so it I mean, it wasn't on their website yet that uh, the series of clinics over the weekend were going to be uh, taking people 70 and over and who had gotten their first vaccination shot before April 18th. Because what's supposed to happen is today, Monday, here in Toronto, is the day you're going to be able to use the, um, the online appointment system to for 70 plus and for people April 18th and earlier they're going to be able to use the online system to book appointments but this was a pop-up clinic that had a thousand doses first come first serve Mel went over there got in line I went and met them we were second and third in line <laughs> excuse me and and by 8 30 a.m. Saturday morning I was fully vaccinated um, eight week interval instead of 16 or 12 eight week interval um happy to f have found out that my uh my dad is also fully vaccinated holy shit you have no idea how how happy that makes me um pretty much the same thing in in his town uh i think it was a pharmacy that was doing it and remember my dad's turning 80 this year so, you know, that was the first group uh, in Ontario to be, uh, or the second group, really, to be told uh, second doses are available because, you know, they went through the, 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 the seniors' homes and, and, and the um, uh, first responders, I guess. But of the public, it was 80 and over. My dad's turning 80 this year. Boom. Go. Get your vaccination. So... My dad and I are fully vaccinated. My stepmom is getting hers, uh, I think, today, she said. Um, and uh, my brother has his appointment. And I think it's later this week. I'm not sure. But I'm just so fucking happy. It is. It's, uh, it's a relief. It, I'm hoping... Some of the quiet anxiety in my head uh, will abate. And uh, the only problem with it is is the number of people who are saying they don't want to get vaccinated. That uh, it should be their choice. You, you're, you're fucking idiots. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Cause, and, and here's why. Because it, it, this is, this has more to do with you doing something for society than for yourself. Okay. Um, when you say you don't want to get vaccinated or you're scared of the vaccine or, you know, how do we, it, we got it so fast. How do we know it works? 
the vaccines work. Okay. Uh, you know, one in a million people having blood clots from the AstraZeneca vaccine. I'm sorry. That's a side effect. It's it's a very it's 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 uh it's scary. It's a scary lottery. But if AstraZeneca were the only vaccine on the market, I would have taken it. I had the opportunity to get Pfizer, so I got Pfizer. I researched the three that were available at the time and made sure that it was Pfizer I was getting. But what happens when you when if for all of these anti-masker, anti-vax fucking clowns um when they say no to the vaccine now they are giving the vaccine they're giving excuse me the virus the opportunity to continue on to find new hosts and to mutate you are giving you are giving the opportunity for variants to continue or to be created and if one of these variants happens uh and and it's strong enough that it tears through the vaccines then we're back at square one if guys like chris sky this activist asshole this racist provably racist uh clout clout seeking piece of fucking garbage um if guys like him get their way we could end up we could end up back at the back at the beginning with a virus that you know we have to start over again to research and and it's all because some idiot found a way to found a way to um to get people behind him he's a he's a he's a club douche you know all he wants is clout all he wants is followers it makes him feel like a big man to have crowds of desperate morons following him but he's doing more harm than good and he could potentially do a great deal of harm to everyone but it makes him feel special it makes him feel special to go against science the law to in insult uh, to insult minimum wage workers in supermarkets and fuck up their day if 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 you think that the world is flat and you think that vaccines uh you think there's microchips in vaccines or whatever the fuck it is or you just want to you just want to be racist to Asians because of the, the uh because of the virus yeah, fuck off 
Fuck, build a rocket ship and go to planet fuck you. Go live on the moon or Mars or up Elon Musk's ass or, or you are you are garbage. You are bringing you are ruining the flock. And you, you know the number of Republicans in the states who talk shit about the virus and talk shit about you know talk shit about the vaccines but have secretly taken it and won't answer the question have you taken it because it's about them and not you it's what i said off the top it's it's people who have found a way to make money from you they don't care about you they don't care about your health they don't care about society it's just a grift <laughs> but your uncle kingdom is fully vaccinated let's see what we got uh is there any news any tabs that are worth looking at here let's see uh no that's a local thing that really doesn't matter uh the ttc the toronto transit system might totally overhaul its fares and here are the changes it's considering oh my god what now it'll be they're gonna change it so it's regions or something and uh i don't know i'll read that later for myself uh this ghost houseboat floating in a toronto marina is finally up for sale looks like it's made out of containers who cares sink it turn it into turn it into a coral reef um oh here joe mansion uh, Joe Manchin can fuck all the way off. Uh, I don't want to get too far into it, but uh, West Virginia. This is from the Mary Sue. Uh, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin has announced that he won't vote for his own party's For the People Act, a comprehensive bill focused on expanding voting rights and ensuring free and fair elections. Manchin also reaffirmed his commitment to uphold the filibuster, a Jim Crow relic designed to give the minority party power over those elected to the majority uh joe manchin joe manchin should be beaten about the head and neck with a fish he is garbage he's a republican uh, i don't know why him and kristen cinema fuck right off i hope they get fucking primaried because uh they're they're they're, they're garbage the, the the for the people act a federal a federal a federal bill that could be turned into law that would ensure voters rights so that they don't get gerrymandered and they don't get stricken off of uh, voting rolls but this this fucking garbage old white man wants to make sure that that the brown and the black and the red and the yellow are under under the thumb of uh, of 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 white people wherever they live, and I don't think that's going too far to say that. I think it's incredibly fucking accurate. And fuck Joe Manchin. I don't know how he's a Democrat. I don't know how he's a Democrat constantly garbage uh, um, uh, oh 
Oh, thank God. A good story. We can... Let's, let's end on this one. Issa Rae to voice Jessica Drew in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. Oh, this is good. This is good. We like Issa Rae. I think... I, I practically only know her from... Uh, like... T- website stuff. I mean, what... Hold on. Let's, let's, let's go to IMDb. What do I know Issa Rae from? Issa Rae. Here we go. Actress. Producer. Okay, we don't care about the producing stuff. We care about actressing. What are you doing with your actressing? Uh, let's see. Misadventures of, Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl. Don't know it. The Number, Little Horribles, True Friendship Society, uh, Orange is the New Black. Oh, that's, is that where we know her from? That can't be right. No, because I don't want, oh no, that's a, that's, that's something else. Um, oh, she was in the happy video. Okay. Uh, Bojack Horseman, she did a couple episodes. Insecure. Yeah. Huh. I don't think I've ever actually seen her in anything other than, like, interviews and stuff. And I, and I still dig her. Huh. Okay. Fine. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, she's going to be the voice of Spider-Woman. And, uh, you know, if if a bunch of fucking insecure children want to complain that they're making Spider-Woman black, kiss the blackest part of my ass. (laughs) Uh, Anyways. And she's quite lovely, which is probably why I've paid attention to her when I've seen her on the interwebs. Uh, nominated for four primetime Emmys. Really? What'd she get nominated for? Well, she got nominated for Insecure. She got nominated for a Black Lady Sketch Show. Uh, I haven't seen that. Hiccup. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyways, hey, more than anything, I am pleased that that's movement on the second Spider, uh, the second Miles Morales movie. So I'm very pleased by that. Hi, Chloe. Chloe's here, everybody. Um, I put a photo on... Uh, yeah, come here, I'm trying to scratch you. I put a photo on Instagram uh, of Chloe sleeping on a chair that I have next to the window in the living room. And um, it's up against the radiator, which is like th- four inches higher than than the chair, the seat of the chair. And then less than a foot above that is the windowsill. And you can see in the photo that there are some treats right behind her as she's sleeping on the radiator and right above that uh, on the windowsill. And I still can't get her into... Like, eating the treats would be proof that she at least looked. 
and sh- they're, they're still there a couple of days later. She has not climbed up into this window. She refuses to climb up into this window. And I've got to, I've got to try and lure her up there. And I got a suggestion to find a video on YouTube of like just a long video of birds chirping, right? And flying around. And I'll put it on my iPad and I'll put my iPad up in the windowsill so she can hear it and she'll investigate and she'll climb up in the window and finally get interested in cat TV. I'm praying. It has to happen. I don't. I want her to be entertained. And I think that the outside world will be entertaining for her. Right? Where are you? Right behind me. Nope. Nope, she's not. I wonder where'd you go? Huh. She, uh... I don't know where she went. Wow, okay. I do not know where she... She came over to me. I scratched her. She walked away. I don't know where she went. Maybe she went to the bedroom. I see that I left the bathroom door open. She might be in the bathroom. I don't think she's in the bathroom, though. Huh. All right. This is the mystery of my disappearing cat. Uh... What can I tell you about this week? Okay. Wednesday will be the bonus episode, free episode. Uh, you can hear about the Good Brother Morning. You can hear the Good Brother Morning episode that, that I talked about earlier. Um, Thursday, uh, fingers crossed Thursday will be a swap cast with, uh, hacker Scotty O'Shea. We missed our window to record over the weekend. Um, I, I have a few people that I've talked to, like Jeremy Whitley. Uh, I want to get Dave Dwanch on here. I still want to get that Shane Taylor, uh, interview going. So I'm not sure what Friday's episode will be yet, but, uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, the Patreon exclusive episode. And, uh, Wednesday on Patreon will be the extra sounds. The, uh, Handsome Genius Club Extra Show is what we're calling it. And uh, the new f- a new feature on that show will be the weekly Tim Malone jackpot question. I read, I finally read the first one. I wasn't going to read the first one, but the uh, Good Brother Morning guys got me to read it. I, I didn't, I wanted to read it cold on the show. And, uh, man, Tim, Tim's a, Tim's a guy, Tim is, fucking Anthony Agogo. He's throwing the big gut punch. <laughs> He's coming with the heat, dude. So, uh, we'll answer that question on Wednesday's show. And, uh, and then we'll do it weekly on that extra audio show. Just tidbits from that didn't make it into interviews. So it's, you know, it's before and after interview stuff. And, uh, that's on the, that's on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash my name is Kingdom. All my social media, folks, is branded. My name is Kingdom. Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon. Um, yeah. Um, we'll be back. Let's see. Tuesday, Goose Goose Duck on Twitch. Wednesday, uh, 
twitch.tv slash greed wrestling for the backyard stream. Thursday, twitch.tv slash my name is kingdom for, uh, for the weekly poker game. Hi, Chloe. Chloe's back. And, uh, then Sunday, Sunday morning on Twitch, New York Times crossword puzzle. So, that's it. I, I hope, I hope Monday treats you well. I hope today treats you well. I hope every day treats you well, but I hope you go into this first day of the week and it is, and it is good to you. You, you deserve good. You deserve good things. And I hope you do a little something to put some good into the world yourself. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Until we meet again, kids, take care of one another. Find some good trouble to get into. Your Uncle Kingdom loves you.